listening to hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network on K K F U K F U K Austin F U K Austin K Fook K Fook.
Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are hearing this voice in my genius. Burning this at 10.19 a.m., Friday, July 9, 2021. It's time again, ladies and gentlemen, for the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. Again, go to my partner I'm so proud to have, Jim Kunstler, K-U-N-S-T-L-E-R. Jim posts every Monday and Friday, usually around 10.30 Eastern Standard Time in the morning. And we're keeping up with the Arizona audit, what COVID-19 represents. There's a lot of work to be done. This nation is in a lot of trouble. Again, I'm, you know, not to be kissing my own ass. Uh, I do enough of that already. When I approached Mike McVeigh at the time, Senior VP of Content and Programming at Cumulus, meeting Westwood One in Atlanta, Georgia, the town where my parents met in the 50s, I said to Mike, Mr. McVeigh, I kissed his ass like I knew him. Sorry, Mike, I, you know, I was blowing some smoke. But he just was so approachable and so awesome. Had such a, what do they call it, uh, the aura about him. Mr. McVeigh, you don't know me, sir. My name is Tom Friedley. Civil War is coming, Mike, and I'm the only broadcaster that can stop it. You know, thanks to Don Beck and Sproul Dynamics. So again, America and world, I know America looks like a mess right now. Eh? What do the kids call it? A hot mess? But uh, you know what? I'll say it again. Hold my beer, America. I got this. We got this.
Okay, folks, let's, let's get on with Jim's genius today. Today, Jim has titled this missive, Is Reality Baseless Too? Jim begins, Advice to the mindfuck hesitant. When Joe Biden and Kamala Harris come to your door selling vaccines, treat them as you would, say, a couple of Jehovah's Witnesses proffering Watchtower magazines. Thank you, but I'm not interested in your organization. And please take me off your mailing list. Have a nice day. Cue. Send a door clicking shut. Good not I added that. Something tells me there are still too many sane people with a sense of humor left in this tormented land for the flunkies of progressive wokery to achieve the total control they seek over the hundred million, give or take, who are starting to think, you know, I'd kind of like my country back. And what country was that, Jim asks? It was the country we were before the Intel community took over. In the service of an utterly corrupt political elite, running the system like it was their personal cash register. About that country, I would like back, for starters, the country that valued the rule of law. Yes, I know, that's an awfully high-toned rule of law. As if one is invoking some cliched bronze, blindfolded babe in a negligee, oh god if only, hoisting a scale in one hand and a sword in the other. I'm thinking rather of a flesh and blood judge, perhaps a corpulent fellow with bad knees of say the DC federal court, who would dare to throw out the malicious political prosecution of figures like General Flynn or the journalist Julian Assange, amen I add, or an FBI that would make a criminal referral for sedition against Senator Mark Warner, or a newspaper editor who might be interested in the connection between Mark Elias's lawfare outfit at Perkins Coy, that's the uh, Hillary Clinton uh, tax firm, right? Perkins Coy in the Central Intelligence Agency. One could go on endlessly with the pungent hypotheticals. So much evil mischief has not been seen in one polity since Berlin 1938, Jim writes today. Anyway, continuing, the country we live in now no longer observes the rule of law because it has become a security state like the former Soviet bloc states with a rogue intel community that has hijacked the truck that the wheels of justice run on. Here's a thought. Do we know for sure whether the CIA might have been involved in the late lamentable 2020 election? Wow, that's outside the box. But hey, why not? Think of all the fakery they are so capable of engineering, and consider how avid they were to get rid of that pain-in-the-ass Donald Trump, who wanted to get rid of them, and also consider that there is really no check on their activities whatsoever because the supervising authorities are one, Adam Schiff's house intel community, and two, the aforementioned seditious scoundrel Mark Warner's Senate Intel Committee. These two are so owned by the CIA, Jim writes, that they must have a standing weekly TGIF session to peel grapes for the C-suite at Langley. Some savvy 2020 election skeptics are pointing at China as possibly having interfered in the election that installed their prepaid errand boy, Joe Biden, in the White House. But what if the real action was actually closer to home? And why wouldn't the CIA queer the election and then set up China to take the blame? Since China is already in America's doghouse 
for gifting the world with SARS-CoV-19 and its lovely variants. Just wondering, just asking, Jim writes, maybe the thought has crossed your mind too. Have you grokked that the virus affords such wonderful opportunities for exercising state coercion over a spook public? Just yesterday, Secretary of Health and Human Services Xavier Becerra declared that it is, quote, absolutely the government's business to know who's been vaccinated. Of course, it's as much of the public's business to know what the correct figure is for COVID cases and deaths, as well as adverse mRNA reactions and deaths. And just for instance, two counties in California recently revised down their overall case numbers for the whole virus melodrama by 20%, Jim writes. So many cases were just hospitals gaming the federal bureaucracy for higher subsidy payouts keyed to the virus. And after a month of getting bashed around for lying about this and that, America's chief COVID-19 health officer, Anthony Fauci, the science, has gone back on cable TV telling the country to get over it. Their vax hesitancy, he means. Why would anyone besides the sebaceous Chris Hayes on MSNBC believe him? Summing up today, Jim writes, Another feature about the country I would like back is the freedom to live without the harassment of woked-up useful idiots working day and night to destroy the very meaning of language while hustling American culture tradition and heritage into its anti-racist gas chamber. The local, school the local school board in the next town over, Jim writes, over from here, just voted last night to retain the name of the high school's football team, the Indians. I take that small local act of chutzpah, that was my pronunciation, Jim, again, I take that small local act of chutzpah as a good omen telling us the tide has turned. We want our country back. We want the rule of law back. We want reality back. We want a good faith back. As Dr. Martin Luther King might have said, from every hill and molehill, let freedom ring.